0: Welcome, everyone, to the Ottawa Business Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Pajoni. Here on the show, we bring you interviews with business owners, executives, and key players operating in and around the Ottawa, Ontario, Canada region. We grab their insights on business, marketing, leadership, and motivation. We hope you'll tune in. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Ottawa Business Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Pagione. Joining me today on the show, we have Tony Zacconi, the owner of the Salas & Marco Event Centre, and coming soon, the Mercato Zacconi. We are going to dive deep today for those business owners out there listening, those looking for some inspiration when it comes to business advice, perseverance, building upon a family legacy of a very well-known business this is a must listen to interview we will dive deep on everything from the banquet hall business the restaurant business the events business and coming soon the new grocery business that they are endeavoring to take on here there is tremendous advice for those in business those looking for some motivation and as well, for those in the heart of Little Italy here in Ottawa, with a bit of a preview for what's to come. You're going to want to tune into this. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Ottawa Business Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Pagione. Joining me today on the show, we have a very special guest here today. We have with us Tony Zacconi, the owner of Salis and Marco Event Center and Mercato Zacconi. It's a wonderful pleasure to to bring Tony onto the show here today. I will disclose for the audience: uh, I have grown up with Tony. My family has been uh fierce advocates of everything that the Zacconi family has undertaken here in Ottawa, as we're going to cover off in uh, in a large portion in this interview here today. And so I do have a bit of a, a bit of a uh, a bit of a history uh, and knowledge with Tony, and it is an absolute pleasure to welcome you to the show here today, Tony. Tony, welcome to the show.
1: Oh, thanks, Paul. That's a great introduction.
0: Thanks so much. <laughs> it is uh, it is absolutely incredible how fast time has gone, uh, not only during this pandemic, uh, but certainly over the years. Um, Tony ended up... Uh, I'm not going to give away all of the story here, Tony, with stealing all of your thunder, but I do mm-hmm. remember quite fondly being here in the summer recording this, going to... Uh, French summer school with you, um, which was many, many moons ago. Many why don't moons we, ago,
1: holy why cow. Don't,
0: <laughs> why don't we start there, Tony? Tell the audience sort of where you're from and, and where your roots are here in, in Ottawa.
1: So I grew up until I was about, let's say, 12 or 13 years old in the Bank and Heron area behind the Canadian Tire on Traverse yep. and went to St. Victor's uh, uh, grade school where, you know, I met some great people there too, like I met your wife there. We were in <laughs> yeah, in a garden <laughs> four together, there, you know what I mean? So I've four years old. I,
0: I better uh, agree with that comment.
1: <laughs> <That's> right, eh? <laughs> uh, so yeah, I met some great people. You better agree with that. Yeah, uh, so I met some great people there and stuff like that. It was a good. Uh, it was a great place to grow up. Very active. You know, this is all before. uh, iPads and uh
0: yeah
1: yeah you know, and, and things like that and the internet and stuff like that. So we spent a lot of time outdoors and on our bikes and going swimming and stuff like that. And it was it was it was great. And then then we ended up moving away we moved to Country Place area which is um down say Prince of Wales uh just after Hunt club. Yeah. We still the hunk club. And then that's where I changed schools and I went to uh I did grade eight at Sir Winston Churchill and my high school I did at JS Woodsworth uh in the PM. Okay. Which is now, uh, yeah, which is now
0: defunct. Okay. Yeah, okay. That, that's across from Marivelle Mall, is it not?
1: No, that's Marivelle High
0: School. Oh, that's Marivelle High School. So just a little
1: further down Marivelle, a, a little, sorry, a little further down uh, View Mount there uh, east. Uh, oh, yes, yes, yes. Toward, uh, there's a, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's in that area there.
0: Okay. Okay and and in terms of your roots tony maybe you can tell the audience your did your your parents are they both from italy or what's what's your your family background
1: they're both italian my dad was born in calabria and his parents were both uh calabrese but my mom was a bit different my my grandfather's napolitano my but my mother's mother is veneziana okay and my mother was actually born in oslo norway Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. They, my grandparents uh, left Italy and they went to Norway for about five years. I have uh, an aunt and an uncle as well who were also born in Norway. They had three kids born in Norway. And uh, Oh, wow. Yeah. And I guess at the time you couldn't buy property if you weren't a citizen and this and that. So then my grandfather ended up grabbing everyone and leaving and they, they came to Canada.
0: Okay. Okay. And they
1: ended up in Ottawa. It's always like, you know, in those days, too, someone you knew, a compadre was there and they could, they yeah, could work yeah. there and stuff like that. So that's how my mom ended up here. My mom was about five years old when she came to uh, to okay. Canada.
0: Okay. Okay. And do you have any family remaining then in Norway or everyone's left? No, no.
1: Yeah. Okay. We had no family there, but it was only my, 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 my mom's immediate family there like that. Yeah. No okay. Family. Yeah.
0: Okay. Like she okay. never went to school there
1: or anything like that. They never spoke the language or anything, you know, like.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then growing up and we'll, we'll obviously get into the, the details um, of the businesses. Did you work at a younger age growing oh, yeah. up with your parents in the business? Yeah. Yeah. Cause if,
1: at first they had like, I remember growing up and we had Cafe Italia at the time it was Cafe Italia Trattoria, which is still around. It just moved over a block and the Carotta family owns that. Um, my dad sold that and I'd say, I want to say around 88, 87, okay, 88, something like that. Yeah. And, but I remember like as a kid, like helping the kitchen and the dishwasher and standing on a milk crate at the bar and stuff like that, like, you know, just kind of playing around, right? But, you know, yeah. that's what you do when you're nine years old, eight, nine years old, like we didn't have like, you know, nannies and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. So yeah. sometimes you have to go to work with mom, right?
0: Yeah. 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 And then, and then following, following high school, where, where does Tony, where does Tony Zaccone go? Following
1: high school, um, I went to, uh, the federal actually i went to originally i went to carlton university for commerce i didn't really know what i wanted to do okay and i went to university for like i'd say a year you about a year and a half and then i anyways i ended up leaving i went to cdi college and at cdi college i was doing uh uh computer networking it was all the big rage. Oh, good for you computers and stuff like that right yeah. so
0: yeah i ended yeah. up
1: uh doing that course i got a job in the federal government okay with their uh transport channels there for probably about a year and a half i'd say Okay. And was, you know, like if you're at your computer or something's not working, my email's not working, I'm the guy that got the page, and I came down and fixed it.
0: Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Did you like that?
1: Not really. <laughs> 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 you know, it was okay, you know, whatever. It was all right, I guess. But, uh, no, it was not fulfilling at all. And I would, like, growing up in my family, you know, because uh, by that time I'm in my 20s, right? Like, uh, yes, early yes. 20s, you know, I grew up in South San Marco. Like, it was fast-paced, hustling. There were no crybabies. <laughs> Yeah. And then you went to the federal government, and someone's whining that they can't see the video of their cats on the on the, <laughs> on the screen. And I was like, "Oh man, if Joel Zicconi was here, it like, he would be going very differently in this department."
0: Man, I tell you. Oh, that's awesome. And yeah. then from the from the federal government, so you didn't you didn't stay there too long. Where did you go after that? And yeah, because
1: I had knowledge, um, you know, I've always been like a goal getter and stuff like that too. And I had knowledge of computers and, and things like that. Right. The the technology yeah. I ended up getting into head hunting. Okay. And that was, so I was a, a technical recruiter there for about two years. And, uh, and again, it, it did well. Like I really, that job I enjoyed a lot more. Uh, okay. It was more of a sales position, that kind of thing. But uh, I really, I really did enjoy that. I worked with some great people as well. Um, the company ended up being sold to Calion, actually. Uh, very O'Brien, oh, Okay.
0: Company. Yeah. Okay. So did you make the move over to Calion?
1: no 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 before oh. that happened i left to open uh la vecchia trattoria
0: gotcha okay and
1: that was we opened that in 2000 september 2001 okay So it was a the summer okay. there my dad took back the lease of the thing went to open up long story short uh my parents were already running south Marco, and I, I know i knew my mom was gonna end up being working like a slave there so i said okay i'll I'll quit yep. the job and I'll come and I'll, you know, open this up. So it was me and my yep. brothers and, and had another partner there. And I was there for three and a half years, four years, something like that.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. I, okay. I, met, uh, I met my wife there and, you know, we got okay. married and all that stuff like that. The problem is though, like when you marry someone who owns a restaurant, you're also marrying the restaurant, right? And, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Very you know true. It or not, like it's, you know, we yeah, different have so different dynamics, for sure. evenings, weekends and stuff like that. Like, it's not an easy life. If you grew up like that, like, well, like I did, it's just normal, mm. but mm-hmm. if you grew up like the nine to five, you know, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's a tough
0: adjustment and stuff
1: like that. So we, yeah. Up.
0: Okay. Okay. Now, what was that like? I just want to touch on that for one second when you went back. So you, you worked in, you worked in it, mm-hmm. you work in headhunting Mm-hmm. And then you make that move back to the restaurant business. What was that like? Was it almost like you know you felt like you went home, like almost?
1: Uh, yeah, it was like I was comfortable. I was comfortable yeah. doing that, it was uh, like it was a good time. Like I was at that time, I was about twenty five, I think. Yeah, I was about twenty five, okay. right? Yeah, and you know, single, and so it was a good yeah. thing to own a restaurant and flirt with girls and <laughs> late nights and go out and party and stuff like that. After and it was, uh, yeah, like in. It was it was okay, but it's it is it's true. It's a tough uh, it's a tough family life kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. why eventually uh, it had to change.
0: Okay, okay. And then way forward to oh, is it 09 Then that that uh, you took over the 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 event the salad, Yeah. So yeah.
1: I, I got married and and when I sold the restaurant, uh, I was uh, we were doing like a, I was I got into construction basically. So we we're doing a lot of masonry stuff. I did additions. I did a couple of nice jobs and I and I was building homes and building like I building semis basically. Knock down a house, ha- buy a house, knock it down, build semis, move in, you know, sell the other side. And, yeah. we, were, and we were moving on. That's how I was making money. And, I, and we did pretty good on a couple of gigs, right? And we were lucky enough that the market was was um moving up quite quickly, like just the way it had in the last like year or so. You know what I mean? How like we got like a 20% jump and so yep. the timing was good on that and, and it was pretty lucrative. And uh, and then that's how when my parents were, you know, my parents had put in their 25 years at, at Sala kind of thing and they were, or whatever, 20, 25 years at Sala. And they were, they had bought a house in Italy and they renovated and stuff. And they, they were pretty much, they wanted to retire. Okay. you want to hustle a bust anymore because Sala is a, <coughs> it's a, it's a business that takes a, it takes a taxing uh, on you. Like yeah. said, it takes a toll on, on the body and stuff, you know, and that too, again, Long yeah. weekend, you can never take a vacation, you can never be yeah. on a month or anything like that. So they were having a so they decided yeah. to hang it up there. Had some properties and stuff and they were fine, right? So they were gonna sell it. And uh there was a couple of parties that were interested. One uh, there was a couple of Italians that were interested that were looking at making a deal. And then there was some Portuguese guys there, uh their caters and they were they were looking at buying it, but like no one really came with the money. It was okay, you know. Take a vendor, take back and stuff like that. Okay. It was, it was at that point where I talked with my wife and I said, like, you know, we have the money, we can do it. Yeah. You know, but if it is a different life and it's weekends and stuff like that, like it's a, it's different. And anyways, we agreed and uh, we end up that uh, we end up buying it. Good for you. Good for you. you know, Good for I got you. a bit of a discount, no question. <laughs>
0: you got a <laughs> but, family discount. <laughs> yeah, but that was the thing, right? It was so. Yeah.
1: You know, and like my dad would have happily given it to us. But if the three of us, like me, and my, me and my brothers, would have taken it as a partnership, like the three of us, right? But like, yeah, then you know, what I mean? we got two more partners. I got to fight enough with my with my. You got to end up fighting with your brothers, and
0: yeah, yeah. Like, I you know,
1: it's and those guys, like they're not even interested, right? So it's just it was right. uh, Like I said, no. If we're gonna, if you're gonna do this, do it right. Sell it, you know, do it properly, yeah. like anyone else. You know what I mean? Sell it, sell the business, and and
0: uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I think for without, you know, obviously without speaking for your parents, but I think from, you know, being a parent myself, you see the hard work you put into the business and then to see the sale go to your son and it stays in the family is is a bonus for them, too. Oh, for sure. For sure. Because, you know, the business was definitely like another child. Like it was. It yeah, is, exactly. You know? Yeah. And that's
1: the way, yeah. you know, a lot of entrepreneurs are like that. It's like your baby, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah so no no doubt that they were happy and
0: they're still happy like uh yeah excellent i i, I just want to so i want to do a little bit we'll do a little bit of transition here to you know giving the audience a little bit more insights into uh the Salas and Marco Event Center and how that came about uh so your mom is from Venice your dad's from Calabria and you've got an excellent video on your website that's cool. uh, that was done. That I highly recommend everybody in the audience take a look at. It was it's it's extremely well done. Uh, and in the video, which I one of the highlights I really liked was you explained the lions out front of the banquet hall. Tell the audience about the lions and the significance behind them.
1: So yeah, the lions are uh, the symbol of Venice it's like uh, basically their mascot right and there's and at the top of the tower right in right in uh saint Mark's square is is the winged lion you can see it coming in from the sea and that's that's how we ended up bringing it here like that that's how i ended up being the our the symbol for salsa marco after the logo that's awesome yeah that is awesome
0: awesome so your parents uh gene and joe zaccone opened cafe italia around 99 1981
1: yeah well, my father bought that building with Joe Yellow, a partner, okay. uh, in the mid to late 70s. And it was just a cafe. It was literally just a cafe. And it was, uh, it was they would play cards in the back and billiards yep. and things like that, right? And then eventually they changed it into, my dad had the idea to say, okay, because playing poker games all night and stuff like that, it's not a really great family life <laughs> either. So <laughs> let's make a restaurant here. And that's what they did. So they kept one side as a cafe and the other side, they made it into like a lounge, like a dining lounge, right? Gotcha. And it was yeah, gotcha. it was one of the there wasn't too many Italian restaurants around at the time like a, yes. there.
0: Yeah, I think La Roma was
1: around, maybe La Strada, but not much, not much else. Uh, or maybe a okay, Giovannos was might have been around.
0: Okay, okay, yeah. okay. And, and, then, and well, yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah, so then, then that's what they, uh, and then they converted to that, and then that's how um, they end up doing it. My mom was working there as well and stuff like that, and, and the, the restaurant took off and did well, did really well. Uh, yeah. all kinds of great people coming and stuff like that. And it was busy, really busy. And the property across the street came up for sale. And at the time it was an SO, uh, like Esso home comfort. They did the furnaces and stuff like that. Refill the oil tanks and things like that. Right? Okay. Cool. Right, right. And that was, I believe in 1985. And, uh, that's when my father purchased that, that property there. Uh, he did it with his sister, uh, my uncle, uh, Luigi, they bought that okay. uh, they bought the property together and the idea was to uh to, to make it a banquet space because I don't think I don't know if they had anything at all in those days for Italians uh the banquet space.
0: Geez, that's quite that's quite visionary on your dad's part. I yeah, mean eighty yeah. eighty one you open, you know, a, a restaurant and then four years later you got visions for a banquet hall. I mean that's yeah,
1: and that's a big expense. Like that was
0: Oh, definitely. Oh, you couldn't I, do it
1: at Like Jesus, you yeah. just it would be yeah. crazy, man. Yeah, it'd be crazy.
0: So eighty eight is it eighty seven? Then that they opened the gala. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Okay. So by the time they bought it, did the construction additions, all this stuff like that, and built the building. Yeah, the first uh, weddings I believe were late nineteen eighty seven. Okay. Yeah. And okay. then uh, yeah, and I was, uh, I remember I was eleven years old at that time, and I remember putting the chairs together and stuff like that, and wow. vacuuming, and wow. Well, yeah. Like, I remember they're playing around the construction site, too. Like, when it was all steel frames yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. So, so how long was it, uh, uh, Tony, then, that they ran? Because they ran Cafe Italia and Sal at the same time for a while. Is that correct? They did, yeah. Because
1: even, I think, our first wedding, our first couple of parties, the kitchen wasn't ready. We were cooking everything across the street at the Cafe Italia. and oh, come it on. Over. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was wild. Wow. It was wild. Uh, it was crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, I would say, I, I i don't think it was a year. I'd be, it must've been sometime in 87 that they sold or in 88, sorry, that they sold to, uh, okay.
0: Accounts. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's nice. It's nice to see that still around as well. Another landmark. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 they're still doing well with it too and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now you start working there. What, when did you, when did you have like an official job there?
1: Oh, we have a running joke <laughs> in our, uh, in our family that, uh, for your 12th birthday, you got a, a white shirt, black pants, and a bow tie. <laughs> <laughs> you can go to work. That's all. Uh, so, yeah, I would say yeah, 12 years old was, we were, I was here every Saturday.
0: Oh, that year. is awesome. Yeah.
1: yeah that, that is yeah.
0: awesome. Well, what did you learn about that at a young age? Cause I find so many parents today are reluctant to let their kids, you know, do some work. What? what yeah, no, I know. I,
1: I have a 12 year old too. Like I get it. Like, uh. Yeah. But um what did I learn? Like, you know, you learn how to uh you learn how to deal with people, that's for sure. You learn that uh, you yeah. you can you gotta develop some thicker skin, you know, not everything is handed to you, that's for sure. And yeah. that you know, different people have different personalities and you have to try to manage that too. Like uh you know, like yeah. some people are just born pricks, like and
0: yeah, yeah, and you gotta deal yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Now tell us, tell the audience about New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve is a big party there.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. So we always did like 500 people or so Uh New Year's Eve. It's always been a great party. And it's one, of, I think one of the best parties in the city. And, yeah. Uh, you know, we do an open bar. It's like, a, it's like almost being at an Italian wedding, right? Like big menu and lobster tails and filet mignon and stuff. I yeah. yeah. mean, we have a big balloon drop and yeah, the old buffet after it's open bar. Like it was always. It was always a great party. It was one of my favorite events. Like, I, I've never done a New Year's anywhere else. Like, I've never, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember ever being at New Year's anywhere else doing anything.
0: So, so what I, and I got to ask this, I mean, it's, you know, it's been a difficult two years for a lot of people. I mean, I, I would imagine, like you just outlined, your New Year's were filled at Sala. Like, what did, what did, what was your first New Year's in the pandemic? Like, cause there was not, You know, you had no, yeah, like, I was at home with my girlfriend and my son.
1: We opened a bottle of champagne and, uh, at midnight and, Actually, I have a video of my son sabering the champagne top, of it, and then it went flying. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, uh, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely a change. Like I've never, I've never not been at Sala San Marco that I can remember for New Year's Eve. Yeah, whether, you know, I was sitting down, or whether I was working it, or whatever. You know, I've never, I never remember being anywhere else than, than salad and the. Okay. Uh, yeah and. So we did it this time, and which was which was good, you know. But uh, I did I did miss it. I'm not gonna lie. It was it was freaky, man. It was kind of freaky, yeah. a bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely a shock for I think I think a lot of people. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. See, seeing seeing the business evolve, Tony. Because when you start, when Salas started, was it just weddings?
1: No, it was always a, an event space, right? Like uh, okay. So part like it's it's known it's best known for weddings. Um, yeah, but like we do you have to have some corporate stuff. You have to have, you know, government parties during the week as well. I don't take parties like functions. It could be a luncheon and training seminars and things like okay. that. Right. Breakfasts okay. and things like that. Like, unfortunately like this business, um, with a property like this, like my, my property taxes are 8,000 bucks a month around wow. there anyways. So yeah, it's wow. You, know, you, you can't survive on just weddings.
0: Yeah. Like one day a week yeah. is
1: not going to cut it. You know, you gotta, yeah. And in and, a and short season, right? Like there's no weddings in, in January. Yeah, exactly. Office, you know I mean? like, yeah. So you got to have the corporate uh, element to the business. Otherwise you wouldn't survive.
0: Okay. 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 Now let's, let's just take a, take a step back. What was, yeah. And I know it's not, not easy for some folks, uh, beginning of the pandemic. What, what changed for, for you? What was that like? Take, take the audience through that as a business owner.
1: Oh, in my, my case it like the beginning, beginning when it was happening, um, like I was obviously very scared and stuff, and I think of the biggest being the biggest fear is that like you don't know when you're reopening or what's going on exactly. Yeah, like we thought maybe we'll be open in the summer. By the summer, we're gonna be okay. We thought maybe we'll be uh, then maybe then it was okay by the fall. And I, I remember thinking to myself, oh my god, I can't lose June. Like it was, yeah, May and June are big, big, big months for me. So, and it was supposed to we were, you know, we were supposed to have the uh, um, the World Cup or no. Not the World Cup, sorry. The Euro Cup was supposed to be. The quite Euro. Yeah, well. yeah. You know, yep. so it was going to be a big year. Um, I had just done uh, an addition on Salah, some warehouse space. I built a new room, so I spent quite a bit of money. Um, yeah. For the pandemic, you know, and in, in anticipating that we we're going to be a little bit busier having more more event space now that I can rent out, and yeah, you know, it'll increase the revenues and stuff like that, right? Reinvesting in the business, and then and then when when that happened. Then I got really scared because I took on some, I took on some debt to, to do this. Okay. Uh, You know, so uh, I had just finished building a house, um, which I moved in in I think it was October of 2019. Uh, Oh, wow. Yeah. A few months later. uh, Wow. Wow. Yeah. A few months later the pandemic hit and i was like, holy cow. And now, uh."
0: yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot
1: of payments coming. I said, oh my
0: God, I'm I'm not going to do this. Yeah. Yeah did did you shift to to takeout?
1: Uh, we did shift to takeout, but again there wasn't like I had to. I remember I had to lay off like sixteen people, and yeah. it was it broke yeah. my heart. Yeah, uh, some people had to keep on; had no choice. Um, but uh, yeah, we moved to takeout. The problem with Sala uh, in that case is like a lot of restaurants did move to takeout and they did okay with it too, but because they're restaurants, like we're. Um, you're not, fr- Sala San Marco is not front of mind for people when they think, okay, let's get some takeout tonight. Like, let's exactly. support to a, you know what I mean? Yeah. Usually you think of a restaurant. Okay. Well, where would we normally go? Oh, I would go to a restaurant. I'd go here. I'd go there. Let's go yeah. there for some takeout. Okay. But you don't, you don't take a yeah. salad unless you're having, uh, if you're having 20 people at the house. Yeah. Then you think, well, okay, I'll get some salad, but <laughs> yeah. you know, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. no one's having 20 people in their house. Like,
0: he would no, say, you know, right. So yeah. Yeah. Very well said. Yeah, very well said. Do you st- now? Do you still have the takeout? Yeah, yeah, we still do it, but again, like okay. it's,
1: we're we're doing it more like like as we did before. Like I had it set up as a restaurant, you know, like you could get one chicken parm with the like a single serving kind of thing, and I had
0: okay people
1: here during the week and in the evenings and stuff, so. You know, some days were good, some days were bad. But now we do, we still do our takeout. Like people still calling for pizzas all the time, or lasagna, or, or or beef, or you know, they're they got ten people at the house coming over and, and this and that, right? So yeah, uh, that's uh, we, we we still do that, and we've always been we've always done that. So
0: yeah, yeah. The um, the the idea though for what's coming at Sala when you're thinking post pandemic, right? What, so. What changed with all of a sudden? We're gonna let's go to the Mercato Zagoni. So that was like so back, you know, back
1: in the summer last summer. Yeah, I was. I was. Uh, I, I I said to myself, the writing on the wall that I saw was that like banquets aren't going to be going back to normal for a long, long time. I think there's going to be a fear in people um, yeah. of being in a room with three or four hundred people again. Yeah. Uh, like New Year's Eve at 500 people. Like no one's going to want to be in a room with 500 people again for a long time.
0: Yeah. Good point. Yeah.
1: Um, and also I don't see the corporate stuff coming back. Like say the government functions and stuff, because everyone's working from home now. And just mm-hmm. as you and I are on Zoom, are on a Zoom call now, everyone's used to it. Yeah. So why go rent banquet space to put a hundred people there or 200 people there for three days to do something when we could just do it by Zoom?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I
1: think there. I think it will get back. Like there will be some of it, but okay, you know, but not. I think it, I think it's a very small market now. Uh, okay, it, it's going to grow, but it's. I think it. I think what's going to end up happening is it's going to be people like say like events that like an association where you got to bring in people from out of town. Oh, I right? see, you know, like uh, so we have we got to get you know we got to get all uh, like say for instance maybe it's Walmart and they're going to bring all of Ontario to Ottawa to do their. Whatever training it is, or a Christmas party, or something like that. Yeah, but, and in that case, they're likely to stay at the hotel that they're at.
0: Yeah, I see. You know I what see. I mean. So, yeah. like, yeah.
1: So that you know, to avoid going to a new yeah, place, travel and and, and try. Yeah, like so. I I think like my share of that would be would be quite diminished. So that's that's that, that's a feeling I had, and so far yeah. the phone has not been ringing for corporate stuff.
0: Uh, so so you're right. Yeah, I
1: think I'm right on that. How long <laughs> is it going to last? I don't know. No. So the point is, so back then I was thinking like, I got to do something. Like I got a big space there and expenses are like, even keeping an empty building are massive, right? Like,
0: oh, for sure. They're massive for expenses, sure.
1: right? It's it's just the way the business um, operated, you know, it's just the way it was. Like it's,
0: you got to yeah. count
1: on, on big volume events and stuff like that. The events of 30 grand, 40 grand, 50 grand. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, You know, selling 800 bucks in takeout or is not going to cut it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I
1: thought, um, so I was thinking, what else can I do with the space and stuff? And and I, and I noticed that at the time, the only, well, not the only place, but like who's doing well is, uh, grocery stores.
0: Okay. There's lineups all over them. Right. Yeah, exactly.
1: Right. So I said to myself on Preston Street, we have no grocery stores. I was going to do, my original idea was to do a pop-up, do like a pop-up grocery store, something basic. Um, because people are waiting outside in line right now. Anyways, if I can, if you can get your milk and your, you know, apples and oranges, come by salad and stuff like that. And I you know, yep. thought that we could fit, set it up in like a fairly quick amount of time and to, at, yep. a, at a expense and just do it for a few months until, until everything comes back. Right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, after looking into that, you need a point of sale. There's a lot to it you know, point of sale system and training and, 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 and whole, all kinds of different things and refrigerated spaces and stuff like that. Like that's, it's not something you could just swing to, you, you could just, you know, slap together.
0: Yeah. You don't, you don't, um, you don't pop that up. No.
1: Yeah. That's basically. Right. That's yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, but I looked into that, but that's what gave me the idea of, um, of doing an actual grocery store here on Fresno. Okay. Uh, Cause it's, it, there's, we're, we, we're in a drought kind of area for that, but also like I, like me, I wouldn't do a, uh, just a regular grocery store. You know, we of course I, I like, uh, Italy was an inspiration for me. I don't know okay. if you guys have ever been there. It's, um,
0: Yeah. Tell us, tell, tell the audience about, about what that is.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's, um, it is, it's an, it's basically, it's an Italian grocery store and a restaurant all in one. Okay. Um, they started in Bologna, um, and there's, you know, there's a bunch of locations in Italy and stuff. They've been all in, they're in Berlin. They're all over the world. Um, including there's one in Toronto now as well. Okay. So, uh, I am, I had been to the one in Chicago. Well, back, I think around 2017, 2016, 2017. And okay. It, like it's a big 50,000 square foot, two level. Seat, wow. Right? Yeah. It's a monster. Wow. Um, but it was great. Like you could go there they got all these great pastas and all these specialty products and stuff like that, but they also have all kinds of fresh produce and stuff as well in there. And fresh fish and uh okay butchery and aged meats and stuff, but you can also go to these different food stations, like you could go, they have a wood-burning oven, you can go get some pizza, you could go, they have a pasta station, have like a little and have a seat there and have some pasta and stuff like that, too, right? Okay, yeah, or even have a steak and, and some cheese. Uh, so it was and I thought, wow, what a cool concept this is and stuff. So I really yeah. liked it. And I always had it in my head, like I'd like to do something like that one day, and not that there's a lot of opportunities in a, in a, uh, in a pandemic, but that's, <laughs> that's basically who gave me the opportunity to say, you know what, if I'm going to turn this, I got to turn this business around. I'm going to do something with this property. Um, yeah. I got to do something. And then this is, that's how I got the idea for, for to that. I said, do something like something similar to that. Ottawa's got nothing like it. Yeah. Uh, Preston needs a grocery store, but I would yeah. do it like the way, um, like with a restaurant, I have a wood burning oven, you know, I have uh, like a hot table to come in, quick lunch, sandwiches, and stuff like that. We're going to be doing a, a lot of prepared foods too, like this area. Um, I think Ottawa in general, I think uh, the generations as they go uh, are looking for more like high quality kind of prepared foods and meal kits yep. and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a trend that's not going anywhere, that, that's only going up. Yeah. But this area, we have a lot of students around here. There's two buildings full of students. We also have some. Uh, like right next door we have some uh there's a lot lot of condo living that are being built around here and there is around here yeah and also like we have some there's some social housing for like older people like uh okay uh right next to us there's a couple buildings you know and they're these are people that wouldn't really shop for a huge fridge full of stuff Uh, right a little bit older it'd be nice to just you know how like something kind of prepared they could throw in the oven and 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 they're eating good food is better than like a TV dinner kind of thing, right?
0: Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So,
1: and I think that like you know and then kids like students aren't known for necessarily whipping together a big meal, especially when you're only one or two people. Yeah. And you know, as a parent, I'd like to know that my kids at least eating well. You know, well, I mean? exactly. The or street. they or they
0: they go and pick up a nice fresh, you know, wood-fired pizza, and away you go. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. You got food for dinner and lunch, and yeah,
1: yeah. So that's so. Uh,
0: so, so when it happening. opens, Tony, like when it's fully up and running, mm-hmm. give us a, a glimpse of what it's going to look like, what, what you can get there. So it'll be, um, you'll have,
1: we'll have full, like, uh, full produce, like all your different lettuces and, and, and uh, and cabbage, you know what I mean? Broccoli and all that stuff like that. in the wet wall, yep. like our produce is going to be really, really top notch. Like it'll probably, I'm looking to have Definitely. the best produce in the city. Excellent. Um, for you. We're going directly to Toronto, or right at the terminal. Well, we're okay. going like one of the, we're we're bringing it in ourselves and stuff like that. So, like basically, uh, my suppliers and stuff like that know like if you're going to come into Mercato Zacconi and you want to buy an apple, it's going to be the best apple that there is in the city. Gotcha, the shiniest, the tastiest, the freshest. Yeah. You know, none of this, uh, and it's going to be maintained. It's going to be great, like that. Then we have so that's a, the produce is basically when you first come in, like that. Okay. And and I have about 16 feet of glass door freezers, all for like again more. You you still got to buy some frozen French fries, right, and stuff like that, and ice cream and gelato, and uh, but also we'll have uh, like a lot of prepared foods in there as well, right? Like so maybe we'll have uh, uh, maybe there'll be a frozen lasagna in there, for instance, you know, like okay, uh, or or things like that. Um, We're also going to have a big uh, wine because of my liquor license. I can sell wine and beer, and I can sell alcohol and stuff like that too. Like you'll be able to walk around um uh you'll be able to walk around with a glass of wine in your hand as you shop. Oh, come on. Yeah, like or a beer or something like that. Like I have it so that we're um my even my shopping carts have cup holders.
0: Oh, come on. So,
1: yeah, yeah. So while you're shopping you can have a drink and have a chat with someone in the aisles or whatever like that. And I think it's also going to be a great meeting place because I have so as as uh, with the shopping, you know, and we're going to have like say all the olive oils and all the pastas and all these things like that too, but we're also going to have you know Windex and and you know, garbage bags and dishwashing detergent and stuff like that, okay. Okay, I we'll have a small section for that, you know, the necessities, right? Yeah, um, yeah, and then also I have uh, a little area of uh, fresh fish and okay. butchery, and I'll have some aged meats in there as well. I have an aging chamber, uh, okay. so it'll be like really nice, uh, really nice stuff that uh, that's that kind of like hard to find, and yeah, but, but you know, very tasty and, and, and on the higher end, right?
0: Yeah, but yeah.
1: We And then on that back wall, we also have um the wood-burning oven. So there'll be focaccias and wood-burning ovens and stuff like that. So you can go – you can, like, kind of go up to, like, it's like, almost, like, say, a lunch counter. You go there and okay. have a piece of pizza. You can have a slice of pizza, or, or you can have uh, – like, we have an eight-foot hot table. So, like, there'll be veal sandwiches in there. There'll be – pasta stations in there there'll be you know some vegetables and, and, and things like that right like a like a quick lunch you can just do It like maybe it's gonna be hamburgers that day too you know like it yeah. will always be changing and uh, maybe there'll be also buco one day and stuff right so oh, very nice you can have like a quick lunch you can take it to go or you can sit and eat because i have a i have a small area for uh for seating as well and there'll be servers there and you can have a bottle of wine and or a beer while you're having your lunch and or dinner okay uh, and and yeah or you can just take it to go you know, like if you're oh. working construction, you're on the road, you go you stop in, you yeah. know, you can grab a quick, you know, quick panino and uh, put in the panino press and, or it can have like a chicken parm sandwich or, or you can have uh like a full blown meal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'll be excellent. That'll yeah. be So there's, there's a lot of work behind the scenes to get all of this ready. It's yeah. It's.
1: Uh, <laughs> it's yeah, you, be you, you, you don't know what you don't know. And I'll tell you, there's a lot of didn't know. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is, you know, that is very well said. And knowing yeah. what you don't know is important. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's, you need, you need I'll need tell you something. I've never them. opened a
1: grocery store before. never have, um, you know, I, 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 have a vision. I know what I want, but I've never done it. So I have, uh, I hired the guy, Tim, uh, Tim Picot is a, a veteran from Walmart. He was 10 years at Canadian tire. And then he was about 18 years with Walmart. And, you know, oh, excellent stores in Brockville and in Canada and excellent. stuff like that. Ran to super stores in, uh, in uh in orleans and things and like you're talking four or five uh, four or five hundred employees
0: yeah yeah so he's a
1: he's a veteran and he's been absolutely
0: instrumental yeah oh that's very nice yeah yeah that's very nice now i got i gotta ask this because you know your parents are very passionate people (laughs) did did you (laughs) did you i'm assuming you talked to them before you decided hey this is where i think i'm gonna go with this
1: uh yeah paul and and i'm not gonna lie it took took, my mom was on board before my dad really yeah my mom oh geez
0: i would have thought for sure your dad would have been on board first oh he was uh because to put something
1: like this store together like it's very very expensive
0: it's yeah huge right yeah and you're uh, going all in yeah yeah it's yeah
1: exactly yeah uh so you're going through that kind of expense and it's a new business and all this stuff like that. And you're starting something new. Um, so my father was, was of the opinion uh, for a long time was that, Hey, the vaccine's coming out now. Don't bother spending this money. Are you crazy? It's going to go back to normal. You're going to yeah. be fine. Don't yeah. spend any more money. Stop spending money. Don't spend any more money. Yeah. And where my mom, my mom, my mom understood earlier than my dad, that no one's going to want to be in a room with three, 400 people again for a long time. Yeah, and and the corporate stuff is not going to come back for a long time.
0: Now, yeah.
1: how much money? Because I'm losing 30, 40 grand a month. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Well, how, how much longer can we sustain this?
0: Yeah. How long and can they, you bleed?
1: Yeah. Like uh, there's only I can't go another two years like this. You know what I mean? Like yeah, exactly. And then and then how are you ever going to get out of that hole? Like
0: yes, exactly. Marco never
1: made that kind of money Get the you know you yeah. have an extra you know five hundred thousand dollars at the end of the year kind of you know what I mean like it's
0: yeah and, yeah.
1: Like it's, so that's, that's where I was, That's what I was saying. Right.
0: Yeah. And, and, uh,
1: and wedding trends and wedding trends are changing too. Like a lot of people 10 years ago, there wasn't the, the amount of competition there is now there's new places that have opened up. There's, uh, and, and yeah. the trends I find themselves have changed. Like they're smaller numbers, uh, not okay. weddings like 350, 400, like before people were, they're more interested in the 200, uh, 200, yeah. 175, yeah, um, and people are like in their outdoor weddings. That's very uh, barnyard chic. Is uh, has been really? big for the last few years. Yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of people want to go and have an outdoor wedding, and wow, yeah, be like say near the water or whatever like that, and in a, a barn with the chandeliers and stuff. It's yeah. big. It's big, and they've uh, like a lot of places have been doing well with that too. Okay, but, you know, uh, I, I, I can't, I can't do that at Salah Right, it's different. No, it's no, the, exactly. The downtown kind of location
0: and <laughs> stuff like that. Right, yeah. Right change that right yeah you got uh, no nature out there yeah, that's right yeah they gotta park a lot <laughs> and, and building. you got concrete that's it
1: yeah 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 exactly right so um
0: but you know it's interesting too tony it's it, it, you know my mom and i have said the same thing you know we go to you know, obviously when we got married many moons ago we had the live band like even that died yeah, everyone, we every bad. like that was great. Like the that's live band was so good, and yeah, then everyone everyone had, too. Too. everyone had a live band. Not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. Right. Yeah, it's just the trends change, right? So, yeah, um,
1: that's why. Like, you know, don't get me wrong. Sal was still doing well. It wasn't. It was You know, we weren't that. Yeah, but it was. But it was different. Like it wasn't as as lucrative as it was. It was different. And yeah. that's why I built a smaller room. I call the Amadeo room. My son's name is Amadeo, right? So okay, it's a small room. It's very like it's high ceiling, open ceiling, and stuff like that. Uh, it's a very modern kind of industrial kind of look to it. Uh, it only seats about a hundred people. Okay, because so, I found I like when I'm separating the room. A lot of times I'm burning, you know, a big three thousand square foot room for sixty people. You know, oh, like,
0: I, see. You know I what see. I mean, it's
1: just it's yeah. It, it, what what. So I said, if I could get a smaller room that's good for this 50, 60, 70 people, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? I could I could have one more event going on. And yeah, exactly. Make a, one of the rooms for, for, for 100 people or 120 or 150 people, right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So yeah. I was noticing that we were splitting up the rooms a lot more, a lot, lot more often. Like I said, because those, like, you know, the, the parties the are smaller. 400-person weddings were gone. I hadn't done yeah. a 400-person f- wedding in a long time, right? So. Wow, wow.
0: Yeah. yeah. Wow, wow. wow. Yeah, times have definitely changed. Yeah, we've been evolving.
1: It's been evolving for the last few years.
0: Yeah, good for you. And the pandemic kind of
1: uh, changed everything. Just changed
0: everything. Yeah. Now, are you, just back to the uh, Mercato Zacconi for a sec, are you looking for staff there? Yeah, we are. We're looking
1: for, we're about 50% of the way there right now. We want to hire about 70 people. Uh, I need like people in Delhi, uh, Delhi managers and stuff I'm looking for. I'm okay. looking for some baristas because there's a cafe component to it too. Okay. Uh, some really good baristas and servers. Um, like but my full time people uh, is what I really need as well. Like the food service. Uh, if you're a cheesemonger, if you're really good with your fish and, and butchery, that kind of stuff, I need people like that.
0: Okay. 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 Excellent. Excellent. We'll see if we can put that out here on the uh, podcast. And grab Yeah, it. let it
1: know and we're paying well.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, and there's, there's you know, judging from the unemployment numbers, there should be a lot of people looking for work here.
1: Yeah, you would think so, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, tell us uh, tell us about the Banquet Hall and, and Event Center, Salazar so Marco Events Center. What do you cater to today for those that are out there listening?
1: Uh, yeah, well, so it's still a lot of social events, you know, like uh, tonight we have a, uh, an engagement party. So engagement parties, weddings, baptisms, uh, funerals, like all kinds of the social stuff. Uh, but also like we do do the corporate stuff as well. So um, we did, we do a lot of business meetings. Uh, well, we did anyways, uh, business meeting, breakfasts, luncheons, um, you know, like uh, you train, eat uh, seminars, that kind of thing. So um, we, so basically your corporate events like that, and then come seasonally, you do your Christmas parties and stuff as well. So like a lot of, okay. uh, yeah, the seasons, uh and like, you know, we had an award ceremony not long ago from uh, Multicraft. Um, they awarded some people that were having the company 10 years. And so we okay. had a, you know, a little event like that, honoring them, have a nice uh, meal. Everyone gets to eat something and yep. give out some uh, some awards. And yeah, so things like that we do.
0: Oh, very nice. Mm. Very nice. If If someone was starting a business today, mm. what advice would you give them?
1: Well, uh, have courage and dig deep. I would say. So, if you're facing adversity, because I, I, you know, not to to my own horn or anything like that, but the pandemic for my kind of business, um, yep. the pandemic was devastating. Like yeah, most uh, most of the banco spaces like that have been closed for over a year uh, and things like that. So, be prepared to be resilient, and you have to be you have to be tough and think of a way. Like you got to find another way. We, I was lucky enough that. I'm on Preston Street, for instance. Okay, well, what tools do I have that I can do to to make some money in the meantime? Because, you know, my kid still eats, you know, know, still wants to play soccer and he still wears gold. So I got to get, I got to find a way to get him, to get him fed. Um, So we, we turned it into a restaurant. We did a, we did like a patio restaurant. We were allowed, the, the, the government allowed us to do seating in restaurants, outdoors, outdoor seating, outdoor eating. And so that we made a menu and within, within less than a week, we had a restaurant going. Uh, with a point-of-sale system and servers and and wood burning oven going and and, and a menu and a full menu and yeah. we put that together and uh in literally i think the four governments that we were allowed to do it uh, was on monday or tuesday and then by Saturday,
0: we were open yeah 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 yeah, yeah so, all said
1: yeah so that's a real that's a real pivot a real shift and yeah. uh, and it helped trust me it helped a lot so um
0: and you got to shift quick you can't wait no, no, exactly, right? There's no so waiting. There's no thinking If, you're, about it, if just you wait. are gonna
1: open your business and something like a pandemic hits or you know, like no one ever thought of that. Like I never prepared for that, anything like that. Yeah. um put some money away for a rainy day for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, very well said, Tony. Very but be well said. prepared
1: to uh be prepared to work hard and like you know, sometimes you know, you don't see what's around the corner, but you know, be you gotta deal with it. You can't just stay yeah. home. You gotta get up in the morning and you gotta do something about it.
0: Yeah, good point. Yeah, you can't hide. No. Yeah, there's no hiding. No hiding when you're own a business. That's for sure. That's right. Yeah, you can't call it sick. Yeah, or or ask someone else to do it. Often you got to do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you got to be the one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What What are the three things, Tony, that have had the biggest impact on 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 your success? If you can narrow it down to three.
1: If I narrow it. Well, my family, like my family support, have been has been instrumental for me.
0: Yeah. Like, well said. Uh,
1: like my parents have been really, really good and stuff like that. When, you know, they have been really, really good and they've helped me out a lot. And my mom still and my dad both still still help me out right now. So
0: yeah, awesome, awesome. They've
1: been they've been great. Um, uh, again, working hard I think is working hard and, and working smart. You know, uh, working hard and like a, for instance, me serving a, me washing dishes. Well, I have and I still do here and there, but yeah. I'm better. Sure, I'm better served sure doing other things than that portion of it. So if you can work smart yeah. and hard at the same time. If you can do that, then, and I think I learned that from my parents as well. Like there was, you know, there was never a time, oh, that's it. I'm punching out that someone else's problem. I'm not here on Friday anyway. So that's yeah, exactly. You know, you know what I mean? We don't,
0: Yeah, that doesn't happen.
1: Yeah. That doesn't happen for us. And yeah, uh, So I would say that that influence is a big, uh, uh, is a big impact and, and having the courage, yeah, having, having, having the courage to take a chance, um, uh, to take a chance and be be confident in your conviction, be confident in what well, what you're doing is the right thing, and it's and it's going to work because you've done your research. Yeah, you know, you've, you've you've done it. You you know you're you're putting your eggs in this basket. You know it's going to work because, and now just executing it, and you got to have the courage to. to yeah, you know that's,
0: that I want to pick up on that because that's a really good point because I find a lot of people will verbally say they have the confidence, but then they don't have the actions that follow. That's yeah, there's, there's no actionable strategies that they're employing or that they're using mm-hmm. to employ that, to show that confidence, taking those next steps that you have to take as right. you, as you mentioned, I think really well before too, where you had to pivot really quick. Like you got to yeah. go, yeah. you can't be thinking about it. Just go. No.
1: And then, and I got a whole team of people that are looking for some leadership.
0: Exactly. Uh, yeah, well, we yeah. Do. Well said, you know, so, you know, like,
1: yeah. I, cause I get a lot of people uh as you probably do as most people do like a you know hey tony you should do this and you should do that yeah that'd be awesome you, this. you know like you do it dude see how hard like just <laughs> you saying it this again. is nice but <laughs> yeah, actually that is a lot different than to say <laughs> yeah. oh yeah you should have that too yeah okay.
0: yeah 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 the 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 armchair warriors that'll do everything but yeah but nothing
1: yeah yeah exactly right so
0: yeah just so, yeah just, so that's yeah no, that's well said, Tony. That's well said. Yeah. Just just taking a, a step back because I want I want I want you to picture obviously pre the pre pandemic days when you guys you guys are going full tilt at Sala. What does a typical day look like for you from the time you get up to the time time you you hit the your head hits the pillow?
1: Well, the the nice thing for me about Salah was it like it was more during the week. It was pretty much a nine to five.
0: Yeah. Like so you know But let's let's often. talk about but let's talk about Saturday because Saturday's your big day. Saturday, yeah. So Saturday <laughs> I would come in
1: uh usually like late morning because I would stay like Saturdays, you know, it's, it's obviously a 12, 13 hour day kind of thing, right? And yeah. that's when I'd have a lot of my my meetings for perspective prize. So the, the whole afternoon basically you're spent you're 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 meeting with people for an event and an upcoming and for next year or for this and that and giving them a price and quotes and stuff like that, or yeah. maybe a pasting or whatever. So all day Saturdays were actually a busy day all day. And then making sure the room is set up properly and, and that we have everything that we need. And our staff is is uh knows what the because every every event has its own idiosyncrasies in there and, and yep. it's own, uh and the devil in this business, the devil's in the details.
0: Okay. Know, so, and you get okay.
1: one and something I've always said too is uh in our business, you get one shot at it. You don't you there's no do-overs.
0: Yeah, good point. So like yeah, good point.
1: You're in concrete, then you you pour this, you pour some concrete wrong or whatever like that. At the end of the day, if you had to, you go back, you chip it out, and you re pour. Yeah. It. It's going to cost you some money and time, but you could redo it. Yeah, exactly. The person's getting married once. Yeah, and you ha- if you screw up that day, you, you, there's no do overs, right? So yeah, yeah. And like I said, the devil's in the details, and we have to take. Uh, and my staff know this because we talk about it. Is you have to, you have to. Imagine that these people are here. It's the biggest party they're ever going to throw. It's the biggest day in their lives. Um for us, it might be routine, you know. Oh, two, three hundred people, no big deal. You know, like the menu's easy and stuff like that. For us, it might be routine. For them, it's not. And so you have to take care with these people with their with their event because it's a huge step in their lives.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very, very, very well said. Yeah, very well said. Did did you have any mentors, Tony, along the way that you looked up to?
1: Uh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I had, uh, I've got like, I'm, I'm, you know, other than my parents, my parents are always uh, good mentors as well. Right. Like, yeah, know, definitely. especially trying to st- trying to stay married and have a family and, and also building a business from nothing as well is it's, 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 it's impossible. And it's amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, so I have a lot of respect for them like that. Like a lot of, uh, yeah, like a lot of respect like that. So,
0: yeah. But the um,
1: but also like I'm lucky that I have uh, I have a lot of my friends are quite successful as well.
0: Yeah, well um, said. well yeah. said. And, and so surrounding so yourself with successful people is important. Yeah, like it
1: just uh, yeah. it just I don't know if it just happened that way or just like successful people tend to be friends with with other successful people. Like they're like really good buddies and who you know a lot of them are millionaires and some of them aren't, but uh, but yeah. they're successful in other ways too. Like, like, a, like they have a great family life and well balanced and. Their yep. kids are great and there's coaching the hockey team and stuff like that, and they're still great guys like they were when they were you know in high school and stuff like that so it's uh yeah uh, you know I'm quite proud to have have great uh, close friends like that and it is something uh, it is a somewhat of being a uh, a mentor as well right
0: yeah is it is would you also say it's a bit of a sounding board too especially if they are friends because you can throw ideas off them and say, hey, I'm thinking about this, dealing with this Oh, 100 percent hundred yeah. percent so i yeah, yeah i've got
1: some friends too again when i say i want to do this and stuff like that like they're you know tony watch out for this pitfall what you know um, yeah
0: good point yeah you know like they, a, you, know you know they've got
1: your back yeah yeah exactly uh and yeah and and i've and i've had to rely on my friends too to to support me during this time like when yeah you know and if they had a, like a little event or something like that if they had uh to do some takeout i'm getting calls from buddies of mine like you know i'll take this tony will take that whatever like they realize they know that like, you know what I mean? I need their support at this time. And, and they've been really good to me. Like I'm again, I'm lucky I surround myself with some, so, with some great people.
0: Yeah. 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 Very well said. Very well said. What, what drives Tony Zaccone today? The Mercato driving me. Like I want to be, um,
1: uh, I always like, you always want to be successful and stuff like that. Like I like the challenge. I like getting up. I like going to work and I like hustling for it. Uh, because I like, again, like, I like the challenge and I like, I like being a leader and, and, yeah. and, and that kind of thing. Right. Like I, I do, I get, and, and I like also being a member of the community. Like at the end of the day, I, I've done a lot for the community and I get, um, you know, donate a lot of my time, donate a lot of uh, what food and, and, and business time and stuff as well. And uh, you know, we're, we've done a lot for charities too, as well. So, you know, yeah. I like being able to, yeah, help to provide out. that to be a, a, to be there for the community as well. Right. Yeah. So now uh, is getting Mercato off the ground. Uh, I'm really excited about this style of business. Uh, yeah. i really excited about, you know, every day I'm learning a lot too. Um, but I have like, again, a vision in my head of what this is going to be. And uh, I'm dedicated to, to pulling off that vision. Like, you know, again, along the way, you'll get a lot of distractions and stuff and that should be like this and that, and that's too hard and blah, blah, blah. But if you stick to your guns, like I yeah. am doing, I'm sticking my guns. Like this is my vision. This is the way it's going to be executed. This is where you know everyone's got to get on board. And if we're not on board, then this is the place. Yeah, for
0: you. yeah. The train's moving in this direction. Where you're like, yeah, you're not. that's yeah. right. So either you're you're in, or you're in the
1: way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nope.
0: Yeah, either get behind me, or get out of the way.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well said. Well said. Anything that you would recommend, Tony, for the audience? Whether it's you know a book, a movie, series. Uh, let me see. <laughs> not to put you on the spot or nothing.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, you know what? I watched, uh, because I, I think we all watched a lot of TV over the last like, year <laughs> and a half, right? Actually, I really liked True
0: Detective. I thought it was awesome. I don't know if you guys ever
1: saw it, but True Detective. No, what
0: is what is that? True Detective? Is that on Netflix? Yeah,
1: it's a few years ago now. Uh, I think it's on Crave, actually. I'm not sure. I think it was. Okay. I think it might have been Crave. What's it about? Um, yeah, it was Woody Harrelson and, uh, and, uh, and Matthew McConaughey.
0: okay it's a movie
1: no no it's a series it's like i don't know there's like, probably oh. like 10 episodes but every each episode's like an hour or whatever like oh, that okay and okay the, and these guys are detectives and stuff like that and oh actually there's there's flashbacks and all this stuff like that like it's it was uh it was intense it was awesome matthew McConaughey deserved an oscar for that one this day
0: oh he know. is awesome but, he is awesome yeah and it was really
1: uh yeah no i really enjoyed that it was i was like that's uh, one of the one of the shows. Like other than these reality shows and stuff like that, that go crazy. But I really yeah. really like that one.
0: Okay. Okay. True Detective. True Detective. But if I could
1: recommend something to someone, yeah. Like oh, I, again, I've been having a hard time. Obviously, for this, this pandemic was really tough on us financially. Obviously, and you know, sleepless nights and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, try to try to stay connected with your significant other. Yeah. Make time, like, you don't have to go out and spend money, but open up a bottle of wine at home and have, yeah, exactly. some, and have some time with her too, you know, because yeah. that yeah. person is your rock too. She's there to support, or he, he you know, depending on whatever your situation yeah.
0: is, um, yeah.
1: is there to support you. And um, it's amazing how good you feel after, like, you know, yeah. you think you got the weight of the world on you, but like, sometimes again, you open up a glass of wine and just, you know, have a conversation and have some laughs and stuff like that. And like, take a couple yeah. hours for yourself to do that.
0: Yeah. And, good point.
1: You feel, uh, you feel like a million bucks, you feel rejuvenated, and the next day you go, you go back at
0: her, yeah, 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 really well said. Do you have any hobbies or interests, Tony?
1: Uh, yeah, I've always been a bit of a gearhead, like I love, uh, I like my cars and stuff like that, and my class, oh, yeah, okay, like that, yeah, 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 I've always
0: been a bit of, uh, of that, uh, yeah, yeah but, like you, but, like you get in and fix them and stuff or build them, or no, I'm a checkbook mechanic. I'm i uh, <laughs> I'm a <Jack> checkbook <laughs> Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah.
1: So, but uh, but I do like <laughs> enjoy them and stuff like that. Like I like Formula One and the racing and stuff like that. But uh, to be yeah. honest, when I have hobby, when I have time, um, I like you know I like to hang out with my friends. I like to take my, my girlfriend out for dinner. I like to yeah uh, nice. know, laugh like that and like get together with some couples and and, and yeah. do that. Like steal like I like
0: my hobby is to be social. I'd say okay. OK, now I, I, I got to ask this and I and it's because it's you're in a bit of a unique situation, you know, having been in, quote unquote, the food business to a certain extent uh, for so long. So you go. So Tony's are going to goes out to dinner. OK, take us through that. Like, are you like when you walk into a restaurant, are you lining it up? OK, this person should be doing this. This person should be. Or are you, are you totally relaxed and enjoying the moment?
1: You know, what I, I, I enjoy it more now than I did before. I know what you mean, because you see everything. You notice everything. That's what and, I'm saying. That's yeah, what I'm saying.
0: You yeah, see yeah, you what see the it. ordinary guy doesn't see.
1: No. Yeah. Like I see when the server came here and left a dirty glass on the table and they should have <laughs> taken it and, you know, and, yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like I see all that stuff. Um, but I, I'd say I noticed it more before. Like I still notice it now, but it just, it, like it, I brush it off. Like I don't. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me or anything like that. Like I don't. Yeah. Uh, because, or or else you'll never enjoy yourself anymore, right? That's like,
0: what I was normal. gonna say. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah,
1: yeah. No. So now it's like kind of like a movie, like a like you know I, when I was younger, I used to try to figure out what's gonna happen next and stuff. Now I don't, I don't want to, I don't want, I want to be surprised like everyone else. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. I don't want to figure it out. I want to you know enjoy <laughs> the movie and enjoy the moment and, and the lead yeah. up and all that, right? So that's yeah. that's kind of like the way I feel when I go out for dinner now.
0: Like, yeah, like, good, but, yeah, yeah. Where, where what when you have. An option to serve a to serve a dish mm-hmm. to a customer. What's your favorite dish to serve? Red wine. <laughs> red wine. One hundred percent. Do you have a do you have a do you have a do you have a a, a blend or a grape or no? As long as it's red, and Italian. As long as it's red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. As long as it's
1: red and it's wet, that's the one I like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't lie. like it. Yeah, so Tony Zagoni's going out to eat at at a, at at a restaurant. What are you uh, ordering? What do you order? Uh, yeah, you know, a, yeah like we,
1: we, like. I'm not, I'm not all that adventurous. Like, uh, you know, okay. I still like. I love Italian food. Like, I'm one of those. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Like my, 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 uh, my. What I'm familiar with, but I do like. Um, I like, um, anything modern and innovative. You know, so I see something like, oh wow, you know, like, uh, they're they're doing. I don't know. They're doing elk with figs jam okay. and stuff like like. Wow, that's cool. I want to try that. So, okay. Um, yeah, like, I, and I like um, again, and w- w- which is cool. Like, you know, you can you can go overboard too. Like, uh, yeah, you, know, you don't need kiwi on your pizza, right? So, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so uh, you can not go overboard, but but I do like uh, simple. Well, there's green. a limit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, like simple <laughs> green, like like traditional Mediterranean kind of cooking. Yeah, um, uh, you know, simple, fresh, uh, high quality stuff. Uh, like it's amazing what a good olive oil how it can change a dish right
0: oh definitely yeah
1: yeah, yeah. and not too much like if, you know yeah not things overspiced and things like that let the ingredients speak for themselves
0: yeah yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. well said yeah. do you have a favorite drink or cocktail outside of the red wine or
1: uh yeah I've been uh, like my Negronis and Apple Spritz are, are standard for me I,
0: I had a feeling you were a Negroni guy I had yeah. that feeling I love it. I wow. love it. yeah absolutely yeah. wow good for you yeah, good for you. So you'd recommend the audience? Yeah, have a Negroni. Everyone should every day. But <laughs> just like, I know we're
1: not nearly where you get to do a siesta. You get to leave in the afternoon and have a nap. Well, that would like be that. nice. But yeah, yeah. But if you can get home, make yourself a nice Negroni. Yeah, day. very get nice. Home, talk to your significant other. tell them Very nice.
0: Day. Very nice. Are you heavy on the ice in the Negroni or no? Yep. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. I like my drinks cold like that. Okay. I like, Vodka sodas and stuff, anything like that. Lots of ice.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And my scotch. Yeah. I'm a Scotch man. I like the PD. Oh, are you? Really are you a smoking. PD guy or non-PD? Yeah. yeah. No, very PD. I like the the Peter the better. My favorite Lagavulin. That's my favorite scotch.
0: Lag of Lagavulin, very nice.
1: No, no, it's a great scotch. Put a few drops of water in it, and that's it. For that I have it Neat.
0: So that you have Neat, Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Very nice. Very nice. And hey, do you have a favorite social media platform or channel?
1: That's what I'm terrible at. I don't do any social media at all. Like I should, I know it's good for business and stuff like that. You're so
0: old school. Come on. Oh
1: my God. Yeah. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) I chisel a tablet, to to, get the social media out there. I, 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 uh, I try to do a little bit of LinkedIn. Um, okay. You know, I, I do try to do that, but like, uh, you know, we do South America does have a presence on Facebook and Instagram and, and things like that. But, uh,
0: yeah, I don't,
1: I don't get uh, too involved in that. unfortunately,
0: like, okay, like
1: I'm, okay. It's just I don't know. It's one of those things that I never really warmed up to, and yeah, an idea. Like, I'm, and I know it's good for business, and I should, I should do, do a lot more of it. But
0: uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Any my, any local social media is a table at. uh <laughs> <laughs> Your old school social media. That's yeah, fine. Exactly. Nothing, hey, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Any local businesses you want to give uh, give a shout out to?
1: Uh, well, all the businesses on Preston, like, uh, my friends at Capitol Sound there, you know, Romeo at the Capitol Sound at the uh, Giovanni's at the La Taverna across the street. She's brand new. If you guys, uh, want to go out and have a lunch or something like that, or drink a nice patio, uh, La Taverna across the street for me is really good. Uh, uh, the Preston hardware guys have really helped me out a lot during, awesome. that, uh, while, I, while I've been doing this rental here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So,
0: well, it's handy to have them across the street when you're doing a rental, that's for sure. Oh yeah. No kidding. Wow. Great. Yeah. Well, wow, you don't yeah. you don't even need delivery.
1: Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. You <laughs> walk across the street and, and get it done. Cosenza <laughs> Cafe did a big reno too. They're looking great. And they got I actually oh, very brought nice. my son there. Yeah. Like six months ago, I would have never brought my son there. But now it's it's amazing. It's awesome. He did a really, really nice job in there. And we had it's like awesome. you know panini press sandwiches and stuff
0: was great. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Was- very nice. When people hear the name Tony Zaccone, what do you hope they will say?
1: uh you know what i've given that question some thought and 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 you want to you want to think that like like i don't know about a legacy or anything like that but you want people to uh like i want to feel like like not not necessarily love but like you know that they said you know what that guy was a good guy was a solid guy you know like i was always able to count on him um did a lot of good things for a lot of people and you know like like he's in my good books kind of thing you know yeah. And that's that's uh you know, I spend a lot of time with my son, I want to be a good dad. Yeah. Um, and that's you know, you want to hear that people want to be supportive of you. That basically that's what it is. That you know, like you know, he's a good guy, I want to support that guy.
0: Yeah, very nice. Very nice. Very well said, Tony. Very well said. Yeah. Very well said. Tony, this has been uh this has been an absolute pleasure. Um yeah, Paul. Pleasure I wish home. you, yeah. Listen, I wish you nothing but, uh, but success. You know, to the moon and back, man. I hope this this really takes off for you. Um, I think it will. I
1: hope so too. I really do yeah. think it
0: will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. And uh, you know, if we, if you got an update, uh, you know, later on, uh, you know, love to update the audience on on where you're at. And uh, definitely keep an eye on the Auto Business uh, Podcast social media. We'll put out some some info on on when you're opening and stuff. That would be great. Yes, absolutely. I'll keep in the, uh, yeah. keep in the loop, one hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. Le- Tony, thank you very much for for joining us today and uh, and sharing your story. Yeah,
1: thanks, Paul. Thanks
0: for thanks for the
1: opportunity.
0: For those of you looking for additional information about our guest today, Tony Zacconi and the Salis and Marco Event Center or Mercato Zacconi. You can reach them on the web at www.salasanmarco.ca. That's www.s a l a s a n m a r c o.ca. Coming soon will be the website for Mercato Zacconi at www.mercatozacconi.com. That's www.m e r c a t o z a c c o n i.com. You can also reach them by telephone at 613-238-6063. That's 613-238-6063. For those of you looking to reach them by email or to respond to any of the job ads that were listed in the interview here, you can find them at info at That's I-N-F-O at S-A-L-A-S-A-N-M-A-R-C-O dot C-A. If you're looking to visit them in person, you can do so at 215 Preston Street. That's 215 Preston Street right in the heart of Little Italy with free parking in the rear. For those of you on social media, you can definitely find them on Facebook at Sala San Marco Banquet. That's at S A L A S A N M A R C O B A N Q U E T. You can also find them on Instagram at Sala San Marco or at Mercato Zaccone. They are also on LinkedIn, Sala San Marco. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen to this episode of the Ottawa Business Podcast. We truly hope you found something of value in the show that you can use in your business or personal life. Please remember to like and subscribe to the show. We're on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, or your favorite player. Thank you.